testing, testing, test, test. Hello. Hello. How are we doing out there? Y'all, this is the Hockey Dudes. We are, me are, Hayden is very ecstatic to be back here after what was the dopest, and I mean that, it was the dopest of wins the Coats have had this year because it came over the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was a big win. Coats get a 5-2 victory at home against Pittsburgh on Friday night, the day before the Ohio State-Michigan game. Good job for the Coats. It started off this way. Uh, Coats got the first goal, and it was when Oliver Borkstrand tried to rip a shot, and it went past the Tendi off of Gustav Nyquist's butt. It went off his butt. It goes in the back of the net. You love to see it. Coats are up. It was a good start to the night, one nothing, and the Jackets. I think I heard the stat: the Jackets have started the last like ten games up one nothing. So <laughs> the Jackets have been kind of on a roll as far as getting off to the big start. So this was not a surprise that the Coats got the first goal. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just one of those kind of goals, you know, just throw it towards the net. Hopefully, goes off a player in the right direction, and it went off Goose's butt and uh, kind of went. Posting in, I think he went butt posting in just about. So that's how it started. One uh, nothing. Later in the game, it's two one. Coats are on the power play. Nick Foligno's goal, by the way, to make it two one was awesome. He absolutely picked off Evgeny Malkin trying to trying to do a little behind the back pass to his buddy, like in the neutral zone. Uh, Nick Foligno does an old fashioned pick six. He goes the other way uh, and uh, tucks one home. Two one game. You love to see flings going. Flings and the Penguins, man. There's just something about him. Uh, but Gustav Nyquist then. We see him hit the score sheet again. I dropped him in fantasy, by the way. I, I dropped him. He got me like two points the other night. I was like, ooh, this guy's probably not scoring for a few more games. I'll drop him, keep that rotation. Bit me in the butt real hard tonight. But later, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Gustav Nyquist goes backy on Jerry. And the Coats are up 3-1. to one. And I'm starting, everybody's, all the Coats fans, all all of us in the building are starting to rub our hands together, thinking, mm-hmm, Coats up 3-1. Uh, but then, I mean, and then the game just, I think the first two periods really felt like it was tilted towards the Jackets' favor. It really felt like the Jackets had a lot of the possession during during the first two periods. And I think a lot of things were were going really right. And it was really nice to see the Coats up 3-1, to one, you know, in the early goings of that game. It was a physical game. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you saw Corpy shoving guys, shoving Hornquist. Uh, I mean, it seemed like, you know, after every other whistle, there was pushing and shoving. And at least after every whistle, too, like just alone, there was pushing and shoving. Um, but, yeah, it was just a, it was just an overall good win. Uh, big, big time penalty kills in the third period by the, by the boys to, to really kind of lock that game down. It was looking sketchy, man, dude. Every time I see, uh, Pittsburgh's power play out there and then you do Pittsburgh's power play, but they're up six on four because they're on the power play, but then they also empty the net and do it just to see 58 Chris Letang Jake Gensel, 59, and Evgeny Malkin just worked that worked that power play on us. It was just scary. We had some big-time block shots in the late goings, and it was just a big, big, big win for the boys. 
Really excited. We go to Long Island tomorrow. Um, I, I should say this, by the way. I was in Pittsburgh this morning. I woke up with my head on a pillow in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was there because my girlfriend, my lady friend Mackenzie, she has friends, or not friends, she has family in Pittsburgh. So I spent Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh, and I woke up this morning uh, in the state of Pennsylvania. I decided I'm going to drive downtown to Pennsylvania and get the original Permani Brothers. It's... um. This really good sandwich shop. It's I, I gotta admit, it's 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 by far probably the best like junk food sandwich shop I've ever had. Like it's it's good. It's what Pittsburgh's known for food wise is Permanti Brothers, and there's tons of them all over the city. But I wanted to go to the original one, and you know they have the Pittsburgh decorations up there, and it was good. Everything was good. The atmosphere was good. Quick service, but I think the service was a little bit too quick. Because uh, half my chicken was a little rubbery, a little frozen. They gave me, they gave me a little rubbery frozen chicken on my Cajun, my raging Cajun, uh, Permani Brothers sandwich in the Strip District, and I was a little upset. I, w- I was a little upset about that one. I'm not a guy that complained about the food. We still tip twenty percent. We're, you know, we we've lived in, uh, we've Mackenzie and I have worked in the food industry. We know what it's like. We you still tip twenty percent. Um, and honestly, I would have dropped some feedback, but I, I was in a nice mood. You know, I was wearing my Ohio State jacket. I was wearing my, my Columbus Blue Jackets jacket, and I, I kind of, my Columbus Blue Coats coat, I kind of knew that I kind of felt like we could get them back. We could get them back tonight. Um, you know, I, I knew there was a battle, and the battle was won, and the puck never lies. That chicken was bad. It was undercooked. And I'm not a guy that complains about food. Like I like I like a lot of food. I'm I'm a foodie guy. And you undercooked my chicken and you lost. So uh never feel bad for Pittsburgh fans. I, but especially after undercooking my chicken, you just you don't feel bad. Uh but nonetheless, good win by the coats, good win by the boys. This is just quick little thoughts. I am balls tired. Like I drove three hours today to get home. And have been working for seven hours now. Uh, I know seven hours. Se- listen, seven hours for a millennial—that's huge. That's like that's like a week. That's like a week's worth of work is a seven-hour day on Black Friday. So I want everybody to just to just calm down. I I've been working seven hours. Um, it's been a grind, and I got to be right back at it tomorrow. Tomorrow I got to be here for the Ohio State Michigan game at the radio station, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a grind of a day, but it's gonna be exciting. I think uh, this has been a good start to the rivalry. I'll play, I'll play a, of the rivalry uh, weekend, I should say. But l- let me play a little sound for you guys here while I got it going. Uh, I'll just give you, like, Torts' kind of reaction, his post-game thoughts, uh, what he had to say after the game. This is Torts talking about how he thinks that we uh, – or he thinks the coach played a, played a smart game. Uh, that, my friends, that was, um, I'm pretty sure that was Thomas Rhett. So this goes to show how good I am at handling sound and how tired I am that I'm pretty sure I just played a little Thomas Rhett for you guys. You're welcome. I'm not trying to set the mood. Usually at 1230, this is the time where moods get set. I'm not saying that I'm setting moods. I'm not saying people are setting moods on me. I'm just saying maybe for your listeners out there, 
Uh, maybe maybe you were, you weren't expecting that. Maybe some of you just didn't think anything of it. You just thought, oh, let's get some Thomas Rhett going up in here. No, that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to play some Jonathan Tortorello sound, and I'm going to get it to you right now. Torts playing, Torts saying about how we played good. We played good for a lot of the game. Middle part to end of the second, we I thought we were on our heels a little bit, a uh, little bit in the third, <clears throat> but we played good. It was one of our better periods. And I think that's right. I think uh, in the third period, we were a little bit on our heels, mostly because, like I said, Pittsburgh was on that power play, and then they were on that six and six on four, and you knew that they were going to bring the heat. I mean, Pittsburgh had just gotten a win against Vancouver the other night, eight to six, where they just made a huge comeback. So you kind of felt like they could do the same thing here. Plus, you just never know with that offense, man. I mean, 71 and 59, you know, these guys are still – Let's not even admit to the fact that they're missing their 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 main guy. Like they're they're big time. You don't even need to say his name because you know who I'm talking about, guy. Uh, the fact that we were that they were missing him, man, and they still were able to, to put a lot of shots on Corpy, a lot of quality chances. I think it was a it was a big thing for the Jackets that that they they locked it down and like Tort said, even though they played on their heels, still made a good effort in the end. This is Tort saying that. He thinks that they played a smart game. You just end up, you, you keep on telling them, don't get on your heels, but you, you end up protecting. It's just an instinct of just being a little safe. With the, I think the biggest improvement we made as a team tonight is we made some plays. We didn't, we didn't ice pucks. We weren't flipping pucks all night long. Uh, we were in position for our D to make more plays, and it's something that was a major weakness in our last game. I think that I think he's got. Uh, I think he nailed it on the head of. Well, of course he did. He's the Blue Jackets head coach. He stands on. He stands on the bench and uh, watches everything uh, every night. So his vantage point is the most trustworthy. And I think he nailed it. I think the Jackets played a lackadaisical game uh, against Philadelphia. It seemed like they lacked a lot of of the emotion of the drive to go out and win that game against Philadelphia. And I was watching it through a TV screen, so. You know, you, you don't get the same feel as those that were at the game. But, I, man, I just really felt like he nailed it on the head. The Jackets played a smart game tonight, man. They re- like they absolutely did. They played a good quality game. They played with a lot of energy, a lot of intensity, and it just was a good old-fashioned Blue Jacket hockey, man. Just, just get nitty and gritty and just get a huge win against Pittsburgh. This is what, this is what Torts had to say about... The Jackets getting their lat in the last ten games, getting the first goal. As we talked about after that St. Louis game, we kind of watched them play. We're trying to uh, initiate and uh, instead of wait. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. You know, we what are we now? Eleven, ten, and four. I mean, we've played seventeen out of twenty-five now, one-goal games. You just never know where you could be right now if we didn't take some penalties at a certain time or scored a big goal at a certain time. Um, yeah, so we're not far off. I still don't think uh, we're, we're getting enough from top guys. Uh, if we get that, maybe that kicks us in for that goal. We've played so many close games, and we've just been on the wrong side of a number of them this year. Uh, but as of late, I think we've played some good hockey. I, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself, Jonathan. I think you guys have played some good hockey. And just to read some stats for you in the last six games, the Jackets are five and one, guys. Keying up five of the last six. Let's not count these boys out. 
it just seems like we're just so buried in those metropolitan standings. And it's honestly, it's tough. But this is what happens when you lose games. You bury yourself early. And, you know, I guess it's in the past. We buried ourselves. And the only thing we can do is bounce back from it. We can only, we can only rise out of our own crap that we've created. And the last six games, the Blue Jackets are five of six. So things are looking up. But, uh, you know, that they've played a lot of those games at home here. It's time to get switched around. It's time to go on the road at the Collie tomorrow. Also in the last six games, the Jackets have gotten 21 goals. That's a huge, huge step up from when it felt like we only had, like, 10 goals in six games in that stretch where we were losing a bunch. 21 goals in the last 13 games, six power play goals, and the penalty kill has killed off 89% of the penalty. That's I think a lot of people have said that this is a huge, huge pat on the back to Paul McClain who has come in and really made a difference on special teams both ways, offensively and defensively for the Coats. It seems like things have really started to turn around. And, you know, the boys have really gotten going. Things have really started to work out for us, and I'm I'm really happy to see that. Let's get into some of the comments of what the boys had to say. Uh, let's ask Gustav Nyquist, um, you know, about the win and uh, about where they where they go from here. This win is big, but but we got to win tomorrow because if we don't win tomorrow, this one, you know, we're a 500 team against us. So um, this, we got a big game tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I don't think that needs to be, you know, elaborated on too much. I think he absolutely nailed on that. Jack's got a big one tomorrow. You know, if they lose that one, they they drop to 500 again. I mean, they're 11, 10, and 4, so they're getting more points in games than they're not getting. But, man, I – I think you gotta you gotta start getting two points. You gotta you gotta like 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 the adage always says you can't win yourself a playoff spot in the fall, but you can absolutely lose one, and you lose one by not getting two points, leaving those nights open where you don't secure two points, and you're going to New York, a good team. It's gonna be a good game. I mean, the last time the Jackets were out there, they lost two nothing. I know because I was out there. My my stupid self drove ten hours. Go watch the Jackets do absolutely nothing on offense. I saw zero Blue Jackets goals. Drove a total of 20 hours in in one day's worth of time, basically. I mean, basically a day and a half. I mean, obviously, but nonetheless, I freaking drove all the way out there to watch the Jackets lose 2 nothing. The Collie, great building. That's where the Coats are playing tomorrow. So uh, let's get after it. Let's keep it going. Um, you know, I absolutely love to see it. Uh, Zach Rowenski kind of also said something about the back-to-back. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, it's a back-to-back for us, so we're going into Long Island or, or New York tomorrow, and uh, so to keep things simple and, and play our game. Keep things simple, play our game. I like it. I couldn't have said it any better myself. If I also was a Columbus Blue Jacket, I am not. I was wearing the Columbus Blue Jackets insignia as I walked into the locker room and interviewed the players, and I'm not going to lie. Felt kind of weird. I mean, it felt right because, like, yeah, it's the Coats year and all, but, like, I felt kind of weird. I'm like, I don't want you guys to think I'm part of the team. But then I was like, but I actually pay a lot of your salary by buying the $11 beers in the arena. So uh, I, this is actually fine. This is Gustav Nyquist uh, talking about uh, just his hat trick kind of in general. Yeah, I thought just all lines really played well. Um, you know, uh, uh, it was nice to finally get one at home. Uh, it's my first one at home, so so even though it went off my my uh, my rear there, it was uh, <laughs> it's nice to get that first one. Yeah, so I mean, he he's not even 
doesn't even seem like he was gloating too much about the hat trick. More just talking about how it was just nice to get one. And, I mean, even if he doesn't get the hat trick, I think he says the same thing in the locker room. Just nice to get one. Uh, I think that's how I think that's how every hockey player feels, you know. It doesn't matter whether it's the prettiest Bardownski that you rip a wrister from, you know, the top circle. Doesn't matter if it's a one timer from the blue. All that matters is that it just goes in, or if it goes off your butt, you know, or it goes off your rear if you're Gustav. Uh, this is Gustav um, talking about how Corpy made some big, big stops. Yeah, no, I thought we it was good. Uh, you know, when we needed Corpy, he came up big and, and uh, made some real big stops. But overall, I thought we, we handled it pretty good. Uh, this is Nick Foligno talking about how they needed this response after the result that they had on Wednesday. This was the only response. You know, it's just uh, understanding when we play to our identity, this is what the result is usually. I mean, even when it's not, you can hang your hat on, okay, we, we gave everything we had. Uh, you know, the other night it was just it was just so so disappointing because it wasn't that feeling. You know, it was we lost the game because of us. And uh, you know, I'm 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 proud of the guys for all looking at themselves and, and saying, okay, what can I do to, to make our team better? And then it brings it into the team game. And then you can see it tonight. Every guy had had made a difference in block shot, a good play, or big save, or uh, big goals. So it was uh, it was important tonight. All right, and then let's talk a little bit more about the physicality of the game. This is Zach Rowensky who. Uh, we're going back to Zach here, talking about how how Corpy was kind of sticking up for himself in the net a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, he was kind of standing in his crease all night, and Corpy's a competitive guy, and um, he wasn't putting up with it, so it's, it's good to see. And then this is Nick Foligno just talking about the overall physicality of the game. I think it just automatically gets you in the games. I was saying it's it's funny nowadays. You, you those those games are few and far between. Yep. It seems like where sure. both teams just trying to kill each other, right. and uh, and it just gets everybody into it. You can see everybody was engaged, um, you know, and it just, it, it's it makes for fun hockey and exciting hockey, and uh, I think it got our game going. Yeah. So those all those cuts came from the Blue Jackets Seattle Downs radio network uh appreciate all that appreciate all the work that the boys do they're heading out to the collie tomorrow and i'm going to hopefully be a very happy man by the time that that game faces off in the fact that ohio state uh maybe by the time you're listening to this maybe the game is going on i hope at this point it's 28 nothing buckeyes but nonetheless uh Man, I, I, I'm just really excited for this time of year. You know, Ohio State's starting to really ramp up their games, and the Blue Jackets are playing good, and I'm not trying to take that for granted right now because at the beginning part of the season, man, they just they weren't playing good, and it was really tough to watch. But it seems that they've started to find their identity, and they've started to really work together as a team, as a unit, and really get going. And I think that's evident with the way that some of these guys are picking up the slack. Big Z. He has eight points in a row. He's on an eight-game point streak. You'll love to see that. Bjorkstrand is getting some points, man. I mean, he's he's really climbed up there. And then Gustav Nyquist gets three goals. Let's go. You love to see it. Love to get that guy going. If you look at the Blue Jackets point total, Gustav Nyquist is sneakily up there, man. I mean, I mean, this is a guy that gets 60 points a year. So he's doing the same kind of business here with the Coats, and you really love to see that. Speaking of Coats, go Coats. Go buy your... Go Coats, go buy your shop.artillery.com something, artillery website. Go buy our shirts. Uh, buy our shirts, wear them for the holidays. Uh, I know my mom's buying, buying me like four 
Uh, she loves me. Uh, shout out to my mom. Love you. Go Coats. It's our year. Uh, let's keep chipping away. Keep grinding. Got 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 a big game on Saturday. Got the Isles. Got the freaking schmoozly doozly Isles. Let's get after it. And uh, yeah, I am freaking. I I think I'm just blacked out at this point. I think my mind is just an open space, an open vacuum. Uh, I actually can see Matthew McConaughey inside my mind, floating around, uh, pulling the bookshelf strings of my fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional portal that I've created for him. So, with that being said. Tell your dog. You know what? I got something more I want to say real quick, too. It is fan appreciation night for my adult league hockey team. We are the, I'm looking up the name. We are the, I'm on, I'm on two hockey teams. I'm on two hockey teams. Um, Not a big deal. On two hockey teams. Thank you. Sorry. Trying to get on my phone. The Stronghearts, D South, North B, First Ohio Battery, D South, or D South A. Our next game is Sunday, this Sunday, 9 o'clock, Chiller Easton versus the Puckheads. Come out. It is fan appreciation night. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pack, we're gonna pack the house. We're going to pack, we're gonna pack, pack Easton's house. Uh, yeah, buy our shirts. I need, I need to beat that. Tell your dog. Baby, last night was hands down one of the best nights that I've had, no doubt. Between the bottle of wine and the look in your eyes and the Marvin Gaye. Then we danced in the dark under September stars in the pouring rain. You guys were nuts. And I know you guys were not 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 Baby, I could die. Jack Sawyer Jack is the quarterback tonight. Dude. Jack. We are back. The Columbus Destroyers have destroyed their way back home to the nationwide arena. And we have some new and improved offensive weapons. And wait until you see the defensive unit. It's prime to destroy opponents. Did I mention their secret weapon? You, the fans, along with your favorite mascot, Hot Dog Wally, and his new features. Don't be bashful. Don't be shy. Come out and give them a battle cry. Go Destroyers!
Slow down. Jeff, thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you next week.